What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. If you are a new listener, welcome. I appreciate you joining. I'm sitting down with interesting folks, having conversations, just trying to gain some perspective, and I appreciate you joining along for the ride. If you are a repeat listener, you know what the deal is. Thanks again for tuning in. Real quick, I want to say thank you, but if you are getting value out of the show, can you guys do me a favor? I just want to ask you, can you bring me a friend? Bring us one friend if you're thinking about things just a little bit differently. You're gaining some perspective. You're laughing. You're enjoying yourself. Bring us one other person that might also like to gain some perspective and have fun and enjoy themselves. So help us grow the show. I can't thank you guys enough for doing so. Also, I want to say big thank you to the show sponsors. Big thank you to Strange Donuts. If you're in the St. Louis area, you gotta check these guys out. They have four locations. They're in Creevecore, Maplewood, Kirkwood. They're across the river in Edwardsville, Illinois. And let me tell you, it doesn't matter which spot you go to. They're all so delicious. The donuts are so good. They just dropped their February menu. And let me tell you, they got some donuts that you gotta have. Also, they're always doing some sort of awesome, fun, crazy creation every weekend. It's always changing. You can't go wrong. One of my favorite things in the world is donuts. I love trying new donuts. Every city I go to, I gotta find the best donut in that city. And when you are in St. Louis... You got to try Strange Donuts. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Any one of the four locations, it doesn't matter. Go check them out. Tell them that we sent you. Go get you some Strange Donuts today. Big thank you also to Imposed Will. Go check Imposed Will out at imposedwill.com. Imposed Will is my company. We have a full line of apparel. We just dropped our winter collection. You can get a hoodie or a hat or a jogger. doesn't matter. We have it for you. It's all high-quality goods. We are also hosting everything for the show, so anything outside perspective, if you want to support the show that way, you can go to imposedwill.com and support us there as well. All right, enough rambling from me. Let's get to our guest. I'm sitting down with longtime show friend Ryan Hansen. I've had show. Uh, I've had Ryan on the show a couple times before. This was a really fun conversation. We shoot the shit. We catch up. Ryan's been on an interesting journey. He's he's definitely uh, one of my favorite people to catch up with because he's always on the move. He's always doing something. He's just a really cool dude. So this was really fun. Uh, again, without any rambling from me, any more rambling, that is, let's get to the conversation. Let's gain some perspective with Ryan Hansen. Concrete with a K. Um, you kind of remind me of him. Concrete with a K. I'm going to look him up right now. It's, Ser- it's really good. All right. Are we filming? Oh. Yeah, we're going. Okay, we're going. This is it, dude. All right. Concrete, concrete, concrete with, with a K. With a yeah. motherfucking K. Is he on Instagram? I mean, is he uh, on he's uh, on, YouTube? Yeah, so he, I watch his YouTube. Uh, he does a lot of like con man or like just kind of like the dark underworld kind of stuff. Yeah, his branding is really good. It's clean. Yeah, um, simple. Yeah, like what is that? Cult something. Where? The set. Oh, what is cult that? deprogrammer explains how to unbrainwash yeah. cult victims. See, he's just like. Oh, that's the craziest shit. Oh, yes. Yes. Why humans need to leave Earth. See, this is what I'm talking about. I'm trying to get to these type of people. Yes. Uh, so that's, it, that's what I'm saying. This is the kind of stuff that 
you can get inspired by or just get ideas from. Um, exactly, because, dude, I can only think of so much. Right. And what's really original in the world? Nothing. Everything's been that needs to be said has already been said. So exactly. <laughs> so it's that's all a, it is. I saw your steel like an artist. Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say it's the remix, dude, right? It's, it's the best. It's your own take on whatever you know. Exactly. You like or that it speaks to you and your own yeah version of that. A lot of people will stand in their own way. They'll just stop doing whatever it is that they're fucking doing mm-hmm. because they feel like they have to be original. No. Or they feel. Well, it's original because it's coming. Fr- it's coming through you, right? Like you're taking something and then you can put your own expression yeah, on it, right? Yeah, yeah. But just because you got the idea from somewhere else, so. everything's been stolen or ripped off or inspired. Like songs, you you know, like remixes, um, samples from other, and it just exactly. it expands on that. Exactly. Yeah, like everything. And it, there's a saying that like you should like read and ingest as much content and then forget where you learned it from and that way you just spit it out right so that way you don't feel like oh i'm copying this like yes internalize it and then forget where you remembered it and then just get it out yeah i'll do that oftentimes i'll I'll think of something i'm like did i think of that yeah or where did i hear that yeah i guess i'm pretty sure i heard that from somewhere i fuck around a lot i'm just a silly person especially whenever it's just me and and deja here i just i'm just i'm just super comedic i think about i'm i'm I, I write bits and stuff. Eventually, I'm gonna grow some balls. I'm gonna go. No way. You do stand up. I think so, dude. Sure. I'm thinking about it all the time, and uh, I just know I'm gonna have to suck at it. Of course, that's it, all. It's like probably the most humiliating. Like standing in front of people under hot lights and being like, okay, and just super. And people just sit. Yeah, people are just like, all right, like make me laugh, clown. Right. <laughs> I would like to think I could get up there and be just relaxed. Yeah. But I'm not. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm probably. Gonna, that's why you need to do it then. Exactly. You get self conscious and shit, but. Um, so uh, one time I was in a uh, I was in a New York comedy club and it was like not open mic but it was like amateur shit mm-hmm. and I could just tell this one dude man he was so nervous you could just read it all over his face and you could just tell he was getting more and more because the crowd wasn't responding because like they can kind of feel like you're not right. really hitting right and I felt so bad for him because he's up there on the stage just sweating turning red and he just could not recover. It's tough, dude. I think you just have to accept that there are going to be those instances. Yeah, I mean, everybody, like, a lot of the comics still get heckled and they get bombs. and But it t- I think, I, I listen to, like, Joey Diaz, obviously, and, like, all those guys, Joe Rogan, but, like, those bits take a while. They have to work them out. They get they get a response from the crowd, mm-hmm. and then they, from there, develop their set. Right. You know, but it's it's constantly, like, bouncing off the crowd. Like, oh, this, this joke's not hitting, so right. I'm, I'm not going to use that, or I'm going to expand on it. And it's just time. Yeah. So we were talking. Experience. I've done this for. I've been doing this for going on four years now. Yeah, and I'm significantly better. I was. I was going to ask you that. Like, what have you uh, seen improvements on? Like, I'm sure you can edit a lot faster. You know how to interview people now. Oh yeah. You know how to pick your guests. You know how to like screen them almost. Yeah. What's- yeah. The entire process. My whole workflow has just gotten easier, better. Mm-hmm. For example, so when we're done with this, I'll have this whole thing edited and ready. In, within like an hour or two. Yeah. Like before, like when you first did it, how long would it take? Oh man, yeah, it would. It's like a half a day to. It'd take forever to figure out how to do the whole yeah. workflow thing. But the biggest improvement is just learning how to talk to people, mm-hmm. and I'm still getting better. Like well, that's I'm, why you did it, right? I remember that. Yeah, it was learning how to connect with people mm-hmm. and, and just have conversations, and because right. I'm not empathetic, like I'm just like, yeah. cut, cut your shit, just deal with it. Yeah. But this is a good opportunity to have like one-on-one, face-to-face conversations mm-hmm. and have. Sometimes hard. I'm trying to get better at having more hard conversations. People that I definitely disagree with. Okay. Um, people who are smarter than me. Yeah. Like who like make me feel insecure. Challenge. I'm trying to have more of those people in too. 
That's good. That's good. So it's just a process, but I'm way better at it now. I can carry And I think a lot of people don't have these conversations. Like this, you know, like surface stuff throughout. So like these kind of conversations are important. Yeah. They are, man. It's hard. It's, yeah, I think most of the interactions that we have are just mm-hmm. super just regular, just yeah. boring shit. Yeah. And that's not interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes, I was just thinking about this the other day. Um, I've met some people who I thought they'd be more interesting and and you try to have deeper conversations with them. And sometimes you can have what seems like a deep conversation, but it's yeah. like a surface level deep conversation. And then we don't really, there's like, there's this, there's this, this feeling that's lost for whatever reason. Like I'm searching for this connection and I don't feel this connection. And it, and it's so unsatisfying. Yeah. Like you're almost there. It's like, damn, then... dude. Like, dang, I just want to connect with you. And like, I'm not connecting yeah. with you. Why aren't we connecting? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a weird thing. Energy is real. Yeah. I think, uh, uh a lot of things can contribute to that, right? They could have other shit going on mm-hmm. or they're, yeah, it's just not. Who knows what the reason is, um, but I'm more in tune with it. So I, I, when is this going to come out? I can probably talk about this. I was on a reality show. What? Yeah, I was on a reality show. When's it released? Is it, uh, is it'll it re- be out in May. You can put it on. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> it'll be out in May. But moral of the story is it's on, it's on the Discovery Channel. Yeah, I was in Colombia, the country, for a month. Is that why you were there? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, I've noticed yes, you've been yes. doing a lot of traveling, dude. Yeah. I mean, you were in Mexico quite yeah. a bit, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I was so in Col- the Mexico trip was more for just fun, and mm-hmm. I went with a buddy and a girl that I was talking to, and we went down there, and then went to Mexico again with a a friend from school. But yeah, Colombia was in the summer for a month. It was a reality show, wild experience, dude. It was a dating show, and it was eight guys, eight eight guys, eight girls, I think, and basically. The reason why I bring this up is because for the first like four episodes, you couldn't talk to the person until you won a challenge that was based on a mating ritual in the animal kingdom. Hmm. So it's kind of complicated, but you couldn't talk to somebody. So how do you like find connection? So it was all about like nonverbal, mm-hmm. like energy, not to sound like woo woo hippie shit. But, but it's just real, though. But it's real, right? You, I, I know even in my relationships with people or even like intimate like girlfriends, I knew within like five minutes of meeting them that they were going to mean something to me because mm-hmm. you just just can tell like yeah. you just there's something i don't know what it is where you just connect with people a lot easier right you know yeah, you like that's actually i've noticed this with us like yeah. from the beginning right yeah, like we've connected and we've stayed in touch and like over the years and some people you you don't have that initial right um but it may come and go with other people but yeah the the reality show was really really interesting bro it was eight episodes uh, it'll be 10 episodes. 10 I, ma- episodes. I made it to the end. A little spoiler alert. Um, and I didn't find, you know, a love or whatever. But it was just, a, it was a really interesting experience. One, for the perspective of, like, going on a reality show, what that's like. I got to see behind the curtain. Yeah, you got of, to like, see. like, what the hell's really going on. What's the production? Yeah, yeah, the production was heavy. Like, it was 100 and, I want to say there was, like, 200 crew members on. Whoa. Like, how do you feel? How do you even get to a place of comfort knowing there's so that many? was the hardest part? So, they even so I'm pretty social, I can talk to anybody, but with cameras, or, so like, I mean, there's a camera here, but like, when we'd have a conversation or I'd have a conversation with somebody, there'd be like four cameras circling us the whole time, and it'd be hard to like focus and see these in your peripheral, and also like, they'd be like, in my they'd say something to me, be like, Oh, Ryan, can you move to the right a little bit? Like, you're in a bad angle, and I'd be having a conversation with somebody, be like, All right, fine. So it's just, it's just yeah. kind of, and I never really got comfortable with it. Even the producer was like, "Hey, you're right. Like, you seem a little like dis- disconnected." I'm like, "Yeah, it's just, it's a lot." Like, how does a person get comfortable with that? The other, the other uh, castmates seem to do pretty well. Really? Uh, yeah, they seem to do. Um, 
actually exceptionally well, some of them. They they write in, you know? Well, it just seems that, uh, and maybe I'm just, I'm so used to just putting myself out here now. Yeah. Because I'm just always sharing shit. Mm-hmm. But there's this there's this comfort of knowing that what you're saying or the interaction that you're having is. is just, this is it. Yeah. There aren't any prying no cuts, eyes. No, uh, yeah. Like, well, the privacy matters. Mm-hmm. Well, you have control. Right. So when I'm on the show, I have no idea what's going to be, like, not misconstrued or put, edited, spliced, mm. moved mm. to make it something else. So there's you lose your control. And that's on your mind. Uh, probably in the back of my head. Yeah. 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 Like I want to, you know, and also it's out there forever. Like that's social media as well. That's content. But like it's out of your control and it's also like I can't pull it down if I want, which Ooh, I don't, I don't, right. I don't do that. But it's also a, it's, you're giving up a lot. Right. Yeah. giving up a lot you know you, you say something out of context you know it's an unlimited alcohol so you're fucked up you're fucked up for like two weeks straight that's the point yeah well they want yeah it's better you they don't want away. you to think about it they want you to be fucked right. up it's better tv and also just like you can relax unlimited alcohol um the filming schedule is pretty intense like we're f- pretty much filming all day every day and you have to be on all the time like there was downtime it was actually interesting we'd have like three main shoots every day so you have a morning shoot a lunch shoot and then a evening shoot and in that in between that there'd be like two hours of downtime where they'd readjust the cameras the lighting we'd move to a different um setting or whatever but you couldn't they didn't want to catch any interactions off camera so you couldn't talk during those two hours so for like two hours of filming you'd be like on 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 you know fucking dancing monkey and then two hours of downtime like shut the fuck up like producers would yell at us like don't talk we want to catch everything on camera no interactions off camera and then back to dancing monkey shut the fuck up and then back to Dancing Monkey. Oh, wow. It was a lot. Yeah, that's not natural. No. I mean, the whole thing's not natural. Right. You're also in a very, like, like pressure cooker with emotions. Like, if you when you, if you watch the show, there was, like, a lot of um, emotional shit where, like, we'd have elimination night. Okay? So, elimination, like, you're basically getting publicly rejected and getting thrown out of the show. And that's tough for a lot of people to be, like, you know, put themselves out there because... It would it would alternate between boy girl boy girl. So one night the guys would pick the girl and somebody would go home. So you basically go and it's super super dramatic. Like it's in this cave and there's like fire everywhere and like it's all quiet and well lit and it's a lot. So we get there and the guys would pick a girl and somebody would go home. So like imagine you connecting with somebody and then them not picking you and then you having to just publicly leave. It's like kind of a lot. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's on national television. Yeah, dude. That's embarrassing. It's like shit. The Rose and The Bachelor, right? People mm-hmm. break down. And yeah, there was some shit. I mean, I don't want to give away everything, but it was a lot. Whoa. So, dude. We'll see what happens. When you get eliminated, what happens at that moment? They whisk you away. So you have to like, you don't have to, but you basically say something to the the group, which is like your final farewell, mm-hmm. and then you immediately leave, and we never see you again. They basically just like what happens to those people? Where do they go? Oh, they go off the resort, and then they fly them back the next day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So they they take them out, and then they get rid of them. They don't keep them there. No, they get rid of them. Oh wow. Yeah, and I also heard there was like, it was a lot of things because it was COVID too. So I was actually sequestered in my hotel room for two weeks by myself. That's why I was posting all this. I was bored. And then so two weeks of one, I think, for a mental like mind fuck to be isolated. Sounds and then like when you connect when you're like in the in that environment, you're around these people, like, you know, everybody's like in shape and good looking and you have alcohol. So like it's a it's a like a it's almost like a slingshot because you're mm-hmm. going from like isolation to like bam, cameras on. 
and then also COVID. So they wanted to self-isolate us for that. So for two weeks, I was in my hotel room. I could not leave the room. They yeah. wouldn't let you leave the room. Yeah, that's that's. So it was like prison. I mean, was, I mean, that's a very probably very similar to like yeah, going through isolation. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Dang. Dude. And then once you got on the show, uh, you couldn't have your phone, which is fine. Yeah. But like, you were just basically. Um, Cut off from everything. Shut off from the world. Yeah, shut off from the world. And nobody knows that you're doing this thing. Yeah, nobody. I mean, I told some people, but like, yeah, it was pretty much like, well, why the fuck is Ryan in Colombia right now? Yeah. It was very random. Because he's balling. He wants to do what the fuck he wants to do. (laughs) Shit. Dang. I've considered um, applying to do Survivor. You should do it. I think I could get on. Just I think or I Naked a, and Afraid was the other one they wanted. That was they were casting for both of those. Naked and Afraid, but I would have died. Yeah, like, fuck Naked that. and Afraid. Like yeah, honestly, dude, I'm afraid. <laughs> this is the dumbest fucking thing at this moment in my life. But I don't I don't really have any intentions cutting my hair at the moment. And I'm like, dude, if I go there and my hair gets all matted oh, and shit, and then I have to <laughs> I have to cut it. I mean, so, but I'm but I. There was a moment where we were binging the fuck out of that show. Is it good? I've never really watched it's it. It's decent. It yeah. is what it is if you just want to kind of veg out. Yeah. And there's some, But it's interesting to see the social interactions and how people... Well, they they form alliances and they become like... Tri- it's like tribal shit. Yeah, and there's some legit strategy. Yeah. It's yeah, like... Yeah. the depending on how the producers fucking dictate things but mm-hmm. there's a, a different strategy in the beginning versus whenever they do this where they because they start off with multiple tribes right and then they merge to yeah. one so the multiple tribe strategy is different than whenever you get to one tribe yeah. strategy so that stuff's interesting to me it is yeah. dude it's it's super interesting to me just the the psychological that dynamics how it. it plays out and then like okay like i'm gonna align with this group and hopefully they don't fuck me over but if they do fuck me over what am i gonna do with that yeah and like and then you got to figure out well where trusting. do you where do you fall into the situation right, right. well say if, if whether it's you or me we're actually both in pretty similar situations we're we're taller yeah. we're handsome yeah. we're charismatic thank you thank um you. you're Keep athletic yeah. exactly but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, so, so it's like you'd be so you'd, you'd be a challenge yeah and, and and like whether it's a physical challenge during the um right well yeah whether physically you're challenging during the the challenges mm-hmm. or socially because people might like you yeah or so, they feel threatened by you exactly so whether you actually did anything yeah. or not so you're a threat socially yeah so it's like in the beginning maybe someone's going to keep you around because oh fuck well they're going to help our team win so we can't get rid of this person but then they're going to try to but as soon as mm -hmm. you get to a certain spot you're fucked because this other person it's really kind of frustrating because you you quickly realize oftentimes in that scenario the people who really win aren't like socially they're not alphas no they're They're, the we're the ones that can kind of like just kind of yeah, yeah can kind of play, through yeah, or, play the strategy, play people against each other. Yeah, they're kind of. It's unassuming. not the strongest or the you know. It's usually the most unassuming. Yeah, yeah. So it's really super fascinating. So I thought about doing that. It's still going. It's they still film it. They still it's film still. it, dude. They're still going strong, <laughs> bro. And did you get paid? Yeah, yeah. Was it decent? Yeah, it's decent, dude. You still get paid pretty fucking well, well even if you we don't got paid win. per episode. Yeah, they get paid per episode. I mean, thousand bucks an episode. As as long as you're not getting, even if you got, if you were the first person yeah. who got eliminated, mm-hmm. I mean, you still probably made like I think like five grand okay. or some yeah. shit like that. And here's the thing with them, if you get eliminated because they don't want you going and like they can't just reintroduce you back into the world because they'll know you got off. Oh, do they just send you on a cruise or they send you to oh. a until resort they fin- until, they res- until it's done until they wrap up? Yeah. So at the very you're so gone you looked for, into it then I have yeah. you're gone for a month regardless, bro. <laughs> But it's like, and she would let you do it. 
She'd be down. Yeah. Ah. I thought about it. I thought about it. I'm like, she's like, when are you going to do this? I'm like, fuck, I really. Just apply. Who wouldn't mind doing just it. Just apply. Who gives a shit? Why not? Yeah. I mean, you know, at least, at least you have your answer, right? Yeah. Like, then the wondering is taken out of it. Like, if That's you apply true. and you don't get it, like, oh, well, at least I yeah, tried. At least I tried. And if you do get it, you're like, well, fuck. Now well, it's, it's game on. I got to make a choice. And also, uh, it, it is pretty hard to get on the show. Like, I had to go through probably, this is a, you know, Discovery Channel, little show. Uh, Six different interviews. It's not easy. Yeah. No, it's not. I had to go through a psych evaluation. I had to meet with the producers of Discovery, the the produce the production team. I had to go through um, meet with a therapist. Like there was a lot. Really? Well, they want to make sure you're mentally like stable. You're not going right. to like go insane or you know be violent or something or just be like like okay with you know the good and the bad. Right. You know. Because it's an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, and then also like the after effects. Like, you know, what if somebody doesn't like you and like social media attack, bullying? Like, are you able to like be good in your own right, and you're not gonna get like fucked around? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of interesting things when it comes to putting yourself out there. So yeah, I went through like six different things. Yeah, you're you're at the the place then in in like this whole process where you're still kind of at the calm before the storm. Yes, I don't know what's gonna happen. It hasn't been released has not, yet. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's all under wraps. Like, I'm—I mean, I don't think I'm supposed to talk about, it, but at this point, like, whatever. But you're right. There's, there's this whole like, okay, what's gonna happen after? Well, I don't think during. you've actually released anything. What do you mean? I don't think you've actually given me any details on the, what's actually happening. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers yet. Yeah, just that I was so, on the show. Yeah, we're good. So, but yeah, that's wild, dude. So it could pop. It could f- flop. You have no idea. You yeah, no you don't know what kind of reaction. And that was get. the thing too. Like, I just wanted to. One, I wanted the experience. Two, I wanted to see if I actually could find a girl. And three, like, what could happen because of this? Who could see it? Another show, Discovery. Like, you don't know. You put it's a dude. national advertisement of you. Yes. So you know, exactly. You don't know what that could no. turn into. Dude. That's really. It was just me, like, throwing my hat in the ring and be like, all right, let's see what we can do with this. Why yeah. not? Well, and that's it's great story. Like, people are like, what the fuck, dude? Like, that's epic. <laughs> Yeah, so we each were assigned an animal based on our personality type um, that was for the production team would assign it. So there was like all these different animals and you had to embody you. You were that animal, like your personality, but you also had to embody that animal throughout the show. What does that mean? <laughs> like that. I don't know. Uh, it, it was uh, it was a reach, but I, I understand it because they wanted to see like what people would like really how deep they would go with that so like one was a butterfly one was like a koala bear one was a tiger one was a starfish and the more we got into the show it was crazy the the production team did a really really good job of assigning the animal to the person like as i got to know the people i'm like holy shit this person is like that really which is insane because like the production team didn't really know the people i mean mean, the interview process but like they did a really good job of pegging everybody what their animal mm. was. You felt yours was accurate? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever you th- – it's yeah, it's really good. Uh, <laughs> I got a good one. Now I feel like I got to see this <laughs> fucking show, dude. Yeah, it'll be on uh, Discovery in May. So oh, check it out. Damn, dude. Yeah, I'm sure you'll have to you'll have to do a complete yeah. just advertising junket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Out. There'll be a whole – I mean, they took uh, – they had a photographer there that took 1,000 pictures a day for oh, content. Shit. That was his goal. A thousand. Dead. So we have a whole. We're sitting on a bunch of shit. Yeah, you got that, mad. Yeah, content, which so. is great. Which yeah, is cool. That's but great. they'll. Uh, they haven't released it all, obviously. But they'll be like, I'm sure. I mean, they coach. I mean, to be honest, they coach me on social media stuff. Did they? Yeah, I had to take off some of my posts. Did you? Yeah, really? some of the stuff. Uh, some of the, the more like I guess controversial stuff. They made me take off. What, um, what, what's controversial? Uh, some of like political stuff. Some of your opinions. Yeah, opinions. Yeah. yeah. Um. Some of the my my backstory with um, 
law. Mm. Yeah, so I've, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they had to clean up. The yeah, just the image a little bit. Yeah, but it's also interesting how like all the people on the show represented. It was almost like a boy band. Like everybody had like a different like archetype. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. they had like the you know the or the blonde chick, the black dude, the mm-hmm. bro dude, the you know the the tattooed dude. Every, it was they yeah. kind of had like one for everybody. Exactly, that's what they do. Right? Yeah, they cast archetypes. Yeah, so everybody, so there's like, there's somebody for everybody, mm-hmm. essentially, right? It's not just like. That's such a wild experience. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that you're in a foreign country, mm. right? I mean, that adds, stim- like, that's a whole different Oh, yeah, and Columbia's beautiful. Uh, Columbia's amazing. Dude. It's amazing. It looks phenomenal. Yeah, it's beautiful. We stayed right by um, Pablo Escobar's, uh, like, hometown. This is actually pretty funny. So he had a zoo, and he imported all these animals. He imported hippos, and apparently... They have the second largest hippo population next to Africa because these hippos, hippos started you know, mating, and they just proliferated. And now there's all these wild hippos in this town. And they're like walking on the street. And apparently they're pretty dangerous. Like they're Super wa- dangerous. They're, yeah, they're not like cuddly. Like. So there's all these hippos in this town. We stayed right next to it. Yeah. That's super dangerous. When you're talking about the most dangerous animals in Africa – Hippos is on there. Hippos is the top. <laughs> I think they're number and one. And it's so or two. funny because like, like elephants and hippos, and then it's like lions and tigers and shit like that. Yeah, which is so funny because like hippos have this rap. Like as, I don't know, dude. They yeah. That's 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 the thing. We we Disneyfy everything, bro. <laughs> Everything's <Dude>. just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hungry hippos, right? They're, oh, they're cute. They're cuddly. Like no, that shit will fuck you up. Yeah. This is the world. Most dangerous animals in the world. Is the hippos on there? For sure, they're. On there. <laughs> <laughs> They're not cuddly. They're not cute and cuddly. But this is. So you need, you need a Jamie to pull this up. I do need a Jamie, bro. I just I need somebody who just wants to do the research. Just do it for me. See, and in the moment, you don't have to even ask. They're just, they're just like. Yeah. No. This is a crazy box jellyfish. Of course, those are pretty dangerous. Whoa! Look at that thing. I knew I knew buffalo were bad. Cape I buffalo. I mean, that looks like lion. Obviously, lion, of course. African elephant. elephant. Tapeworm. Wouldn't have guessed that one, but that makes sense because they will. Seven hundred deaths per year. Okay. Fuck you up. Crocodile, obviously. Yeah. It's a meme. Hippo. Hippo. Three thousand deaths per year. More than the tapeworm. Wow. I mean, look at that fucking mouth, dude. Yeah. That's that could swallow a whole person. Dude, they're so. It says with so many dangerous animals in Africa, many people often overlook the fact that hippos. The hippopotamus is actually the, the biggest, biggest killer. killer. Yep, of humans of all large African animals. So they're the number one. Wow. Yeah. Of humans. Because, you know, like lions, they fuck, each, they fuck the other animals up. But yeah. these things will come after you. Although hippos are herbivores, they high, uh, they're highly territorial animals. Wow. Yeah, these highly territorial animals are estimated to kill Dude, an incredible 3,000 They're the biggest people. behind elephant and rhino, and they can run Excuse me. at 30 kilometers per hour. Yeah, 1,500 kilos in That's weight. That's a unit. So what's that? 2.2 pounds at 1,500, so it's like 30-something hundred pounds. Fuck, dude. That's fast. Wow. Yeah, I've seen like videos of them, like their jaw coming down on things, and it just like disintegrates. Dude, enormous. It. Yeah. So yeah, hippo problem in Colombia. Yeah. But beautiful country. Beautiful. Yeah. I like the culture, the culture, the food, the weather. They're just very chill. Like we had these guides that were like our kind of like our handlers, whatever. Um, and they're just like so happy. Yeah. You know, like they don't have. It's like weird. They don't have a lot, but they're not like worried about shit. I wonder how much money is just buried in the hills. Yeah, from the cartels, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Pablo had 
houses full of money. Yeah. He yeah. stored it everywhere. But it's I think with him too, like it's he's somewhat like a like the Robin Hood story with him. Like he's either well loved by the people or he destroyed and killed, you know, a lot oh, of things. Yeah. yeah. In that country. They're like yeah, I guess it just depends on what he definitely killed a, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, killed a lot. I actually, um, I think it was on that podcast they interviewed his son, and his son is like a philanth like his son is completely the other way. Yeah, and he's like, what you see from like the narcos and all the stories is not what it was. Like we were on the run all the time. Like he said, he lived in constant fear. I bet. And it wasn't like you know this high flashy lifestyle that was shown. Mm-hmm. It was who's going to come in, and kick down the fucking door when we're sleeping. They constantly on the move. You have to constantly be paranoid, yeah. right? I mean, whether. But it's interesting because, I guess you get so caught up in it, like the greed and the money and the power that you just can't. Like, cause he could have stopped, plenty of times, I'm sure, but you just get wrapped up. He's the type of person who can't stop. Though. Yeah, yeah. There's always those yeah. guys, yeah, right? Yeah. That's Jeff Bezos. That's Elon Musk. Yeah. That's any great conqueror. I, you know, it's I. Uh, so we had the big snowstorm recently, mm-hmm. and. I went to the gym like a normal person would do during a snowstorm, and um, everybody in the gym was in shape and could take the day off, but they can't stop. It's so crazy. No. It was the it was the parking lot was the most packed I've ever seen it. The middle of fucking snowstorm, you saw a foot of snow on the ground, and the gym was popping. Yeah, and everybody in the gym could I mean take a day off. It's fine, but I did it. But like I'm like, what's going on? It's, it's, it was kind of like an interesting moment for me to be like. Yeah, you can't st- like you're once you're in that, you, you I guess the momentum, I don't know what it is, the routine, you just need to feel like some stability or you're just bored, you get stir crazy. But it was interesting because the gym was super packed. It was the only thing that was open and everybody in there was more than in shape and could take the day off and be totally fine. Mhm. There, there's something about on those days when you know everybody's not doing it. Uh, yeah, you feel like you're getting somewhere, getting ahead, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It was just, yeah, but you're right. It's like the Jeff Bezos thing. It's like, when is enough enough? And they, it's hard to walk away from that, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to get to a certain point. I want to yeah. build a big rocket ship personally, but yeah. it's like, fuck, dude. When is enough enough? It's a good question. Yeah. For a guy like Pablo, it wasn't enough. Was it, wasn't, yeah, it was never enough. It was never enough. But yeah, that place looks wild, dude. Now, the real question is, how many people are fucking? So, yeah. <laughs> so, I thought you were going to take it somewhere completely different. Like, so, who was fucking each other? So, that's what everybody really wants to know. Yeah, that's always. the real. That was actually my first question, but I let you get here, and then I brought us back. So, um, in the rooms, uh, I uh, there was cameras, obviously, but there were cameras in the corners. So there was no doors on anything. So they had to actually get in, you know, fine. Like they wanted clear access to everything. Right. And the 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 lights were always on too. So you had no privacy. The lights were always on. How I do mean, you sleep? The lights they would shut off the lights at like one o'clock in the morning, but for the most part, like the lights were always on. And this I so unhealthy. This is a funny I don't know if I can even say this, but I'll I'll kinda I'll kinda summarize it. Basically they're always watching you, even when you're sleeping. So if you do things, you, they have to ask for consent because, you know, whatever. So as soon as you start, they'll come running in the room and be like, hey, consent. So they're watching you. So I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No, because you have to give consent. No. no Imagine if you no, had No, I couldn't do it because the, the constant eyes on you. Right. And then also the fact that it's out there. Like, you know, it's like a sex tape. Yeah. And it was only a week. So I'm like, I'm f- or like we actually did probably 10 days of filming. Yeah. So I'm good. I'm always surprised by the people who actually, like – 
I was there thinking, were people. I, oh yeah, my buddy. Like the the two other. There was two other couples that kind of really connected. And yeah, I mean, no doors. I walked by one time and I saw. I got an eyeful. Yeah. I always think of the real world. Yeah. Did you I, watch that growing up? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those people went fucking wild. Yeah. And and, and that's I think is a, that's a different. That's like life. You're there for quite some time. Yeah. You get, you get comfortable. Yeah, you get comfortable with each other. And it's just like they're just filming you living. Like we had things to do. We had like events and like yeah. challenges and shit. So it didn't really – I'm sure if – It was more of a production. If it was flipped and it was just like us hanging out, like the group, mm-hmm. I'm sure I would – I mean shit would probably go down. Yeah. But that would be more fun to me. I, I wouldn't do a dating show again. I would do reality. Maybe I would. I don't know. I would do reality maybe, but I wouldn't do a dating show. The agenda of a dating show just feels so unnatural. Yeah. Because the, the, the progression. How can you even know if you Well, that's what I mean. So, like, we, me and the girl I was with made it to the end, and we got eliminated over something, and I was like, I don't even know your last name. Like, I don't even know you. Like, you would love. Yeah, sure. Fucking. I never want to peer pressure people, but you didn't know her last name? No. So I was like, you know, I barely know you. Yeah. Yeah, that's just it's it's definitely an uncomfortable situation, but that's a great experience, dude. Shit. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy I did it. But like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Well, on to the next thing, man. You've had an interesting ride. It's been a lot of weird, random shit, dude. Well, I I like that. I like doing different things. Like, yeah, you know me through the fitness stuff, you know me through the cooking stuff, now reality TV, you know me through first form, Airbnb, the books associated with that. Um, what else have you? Yeah, that's been a lot. Yeah, you've done a lot of shit, dude. I always thought that towel thing was a really good idea. I've heard that actually. Is that it? Still, still goes. You still yeah, sell still it. Sell you still, it. still make yeah, money so, on yeah, that. Yeah, so, still sell it. My thing is like with you, it's hard. I've noticed this with, with entrepreneur types, it's hard to like buckle down on one thing. We have our hands on like a lot of different things. And I've I've heard over the years the best advice is to like just get really good at one thing and whatever works like buckle down on that versus like trying to chase all these other shit. Yeah. It's like the human thing, right? This, the shiny object syndrome that we all kind of have. I think entrepreneurs or people that are like self-employed suffer it from a lot, Yeah, you know, because they're like all these, you know, great ideas. But like, how do you, how do you do it as a one man show? I've realized that the world is not short of opportunities. No, there's always an opportunity. There's always something. There's always coming a around idea, the corner. Right. Yeah. And to your point, yeah, the entrepreneur type, you always feel like, oh, man, maybe I, I should do that. Maybe I should get on that and yeah. I can be successful on that. Yeah. But um, ironically enough, dude, is one of those things that I heard on a podcast back in the day with, with Andy. He's talking about yeah. how if you're doing something, let's say, like, for example, I think about this all the time. And maybe we've talked about this some, but I think about this a lot with what I'm doing now because I, um, I tend to obsess over one thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of split right now between imposed will okay. and outside perspective. Okay. And in the past, I've always just neglected imposed will and just went all in on outside perspective. But mm-hmm. I'm at the point now where it's like, man, I'm so dedicated to imposed will and I'm working so hard. To Has like it make... flipped a little bit? Some. Yeah. Some it did for a second. And now I'm kind of getting to the point to where I'm pretty good. I got enough momentum. That's what okay. I was saying. Like, I have enough momentum right now with this podcast and I'm I'm getting back to doing the two a week mm-hmm. and – I got my workflow down really well, and now I'm really focused. I'm I'm, I'm actively was, not letting this yeah. take me away from the other, but it takes a lot of work. I was gonna. You should like think of it as this is like the base. Like you could do two a week and just roll with that, and then the more like intense stuff and like the real like building is gonna be on that. Exactly. Like just fa- like lay the foundation on this. Like knock out the two a week and still have that going consistently. But like exactly. go out and do your hunting with that. Exactly. So is it, I wanted to get. 
No, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to get to where I had enough momentum with mm-hmm. this where it's like it's almost autopilot. Yeah. Of course, I got to work, but it's right. like I don't really got to work mm-hmm. at this point. I've been, it's like, all right, I can do this. Yeah. And then now it's like, all right, now I got to focus this on this. This takes more out of you. So now I have to actively not neglect this thing, though. Like, for example, I haven't probably posted on Instagram in probably like four or five days. Like, mm-hmm. that's not a good thing, no, right? So, plan. But now, but I'm in this place to where I got to create more content. There's a lot of infrastructure foundational things that I'm putting into place that just take longer and they're slower and they're not sexy with imposed will like you know develop like designing shit and developing yeah. relationship with with the manufacturer like i'm i have this relationship with like someone overseas and like doing yeah. cut and sew shit for yeah. me so like doing all of this shit it just takes time but that's us the most important it right? is the most important that's gonna lay it down that's yeah. gonna be like the solid like finding those those connections and those networks and then the fancy fun shit is like Exactly. So small piece. I'm getting the foundation down to where eventually it's just it gets easier. Then you just build and you build yeah. and you build and you have the momentum. But my original point is that if, for example, now if I only have 100 percent energy, now I have 50-50, and now I'm competing against somebody who's 100 percent. Let's just say in going in on one, one thing. thing, like podcasting. Yeah. Can my 50 percent beat their 100 percent? Probably not. Usually, well, but maybe it can. I would argue that. Uh, your fifty percent on this though is not all lost because this is also an advertisement for that. Like you know, they're connected. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not so separate. Where like, mm-hmm. oh, if I'm doing this, I'm not doing impose will because, you know, you could, yeah, wearing the shirt right now. So that's kind of like advertising it. But exactly. also the people you meet, the connections, and then the content you post on this has that as an advertisement. Yeah. So it's like it all builds on it, itself. It, yeah, it's kind of connected. So I wouldn't even look at it as like. All, I mean, yeah, it's going to take a little bit more of your energy. Yeah. but We landed on the same spot. That's where I landed as well. But, as I, yeah. but I had the thought with myself and the conversation with myself. And then also the fact that um, – damn, what the fuck was I going to say? I lost it. Oh, well. I know what I was saying. Split, two and two. Um, yeah, it all plays to, to yeah. itself. It all builds on each other. So it doesn't, it doesn't really completely hurt, but it's just, it's just, but I want to acknowledge the fact that like, I can't ignore the one because I do have that natural tendency. Right. But uh, yeah, I was having a conversation with somebody. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I was having a conversation with somebody. They wanted me to like, I've, I've noticed people like they'll want me to help them with their thing. And I'm uh, getting better at saying, like, I can't yeah, do this. Like, no. I understand there's an option. Like podcasting? Well, or for just... example, I, I've had people ask me to, like, maybe, like, come to a place and teach jujitsu even. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. Or with anything. It's just like, man, like, I see that that's a good opportunity. Yeah. There's a million good opportunities. But if it's not this, then I can't do it. Well, I think in the beginning you say yes to everything, and then you start saying no to pretty much everything. Yeah. Right? Because you don't know. In the beginning it's like you're um, like an octopus. You're just kind of, like, reaching. You have a bunch of things coming out. And then yeah. eventually, like, the funnel – goes from like this to like that because like you're no 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 and then it's the, the opportunities are there mm-hmm. yeah dude so it's just like i realized that say no to a lot yeah. you have to say no a lot but i realized that it's the whole it's the whole like we we're talking about energy mm-hmm. and I, i'm a pretty big believer in you know like attracting the mm-hmm. same energy as you but you also attract people who want to be like you take your energy and they'll take your shit yeah and i'm realizing that's that's actually a really hard thing to realize because you kind of want to be nice to those people. Yeah, but you also but they, don't. But you they, wanna, they they take more. They much, drain more. Too, yeah, too yeah. much. And you probably experienced this. Like I think a, an easy example is on social media. Mm-hmm. If you ever respond, maybe somebody DMs you, so and then you respond yeah. just saying you, you're just nice. Maybe yeah. you say hi. Yeah, and, and then, then open the gate. And the next thing you know, you open the gate. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's, I've noticed this too with social media. Is a lot of people with me, they just. 
I give so much. Like I, I write, I try to share, I do videos. Like I try to give all my information away to help people for that. Like one in a thousand people that's like, Hey man, this, this help, like this squat video helped me or your perspective on this issue really helped me. I, I do it for that. Mm-hmm. But also there's people who just constantly will like not take, but like, Hey, do that. Like you should do that. Like, like I do so much already. And they're like, you should do this. You should do this. Or like, can I have a question? I have a question. I have a question. I'm like, and if you look back at the DMs, it's just like constant, like, it's never like, hey, man, I, I don't know. Like, I appreciate you or like, is anything I can do for you? It's, yeah. They just kind of like, what, yeah. like, I need this. Like, me, I need help. Right. Like, that's what they're saying, not me. I'm saying like, through the DM, they're mm-hmm. like, hey, Ryan, do this for me. Like, I need answers. Yeah. Well, I'm giving you all the fucking answers. They just like, constantly ask you questions. Yeah. I hate when I get asked questions that can just be easily Googled. Oh, yeah. It's like, why are you asking me that question? <laughs> but here's the thing of me, but here's the entrepreneur in me. I'm like, all right. Like the value of a person long term, yeah. I don't want to create this bad experience. Well, because then they could, yeah, yeah, because I want to put good in the world. And if I'm just being honest, though, because I don't think enough people are honest about this, they're always just like, no, I just want to put good in the world and good in the world. But if you're an entrepreneur, there's, there's always this other thing in the back of your head that says, I also hope that you're going to right. do business with me one day. Yeah, and no, I don't know why that's a bad thing to say. No, it is interesting. Like. When people are like, "Oh, you have to answer every comment," and you're doing, are you answering every comment because you want to answer every comment, or are you doing, are you answering every comment because you hope that they will do business with you? There's a difference there, exactly. Right? Like your intentions behind that, exactly. Like, are you? And, and it's almost like the obligation. I don't know if it's good, but like the obligation of being like, "Thank you." Like, okay, I guess that's good, but is that really, yeah, worth it on both ends? I don't know. Yeah, man, it's it's tough because I think both can be true. Like mm-hmm. maybe you do want to do it. Yeah, I I mean I I I find that if I was to leave a comment on somebody and they did acknowledge it, I'm like, oh, cool. But then you wonder, like, are they doing it? I don't want to get that deep on it, but like, are they doing it because they want to do it? Or are they doing it because they think that like? I think both. Yeah. Well, I talked about this the other day. I don't know if you saw it, about the follow unfollow bullshit. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I see it with businesses, and now I see it with girls. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. I'm not going to lie. What? I'll do that. Some, I'll follow somebody. Well, here's the thing. Do t- you do it and then unfollow them? Not a, I'll wait a few days. I'm like, all right, do you follow me back? I'm like, uh, well, here's so the thing. Funny. I won't do it because if, if I've met – I usually only do it if I've met you. I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right, I've met you, yeah. and then I followed you, and then you didn't follow me back. I'm, I get, and then I'm like, ah, is it petty? It is. It's petty. It's stupid. It's I know. petty. When you but posted that, I'm like, that fuck, you're so petty. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> My buddy has an app that shows him yeah. when people unfollow him. And I'm and I I get it because there are people, interestingly enough, that like have unfollowed me that I'm actually pretty tight with. Yeah. Like a guy that I used to go to the gym with unfollowed me. I just noticed it and I was like, huh. And then it did kind of like rub me in it. Like, yeah. cause here's like somebody actually know it's not some rando. It's yeah. like a guy that I have like, I worked out with for a long time. Yeah. And I'm like, what did I do? I actually, I, we were talking about this cause I, we talked about it this weekend cause somebody else brought it up. Like, why, why were you talking about that? Um, we'll make a long story short. This girl got unfollowed by another girl and she ended up asking the girl why she was like stressed out about it. I'm like, just ask the person why yeah. they, why they unfollowed you. Cause they were tight. And then it became like a whole thing about some guy, but like she actually confronted it. And she got the answer rather yeah. than being like, what the fuck is bothered? But it is funny how we, we, we do, do that shit. Yeah, I don't know and why. I can't follow everybody that I – I mean, I could. I don't know. It's like if I meet somebody – like I'll meet somebody out and they'll follow me right there. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. so I got to follow you back? Like I don't really Dude, know. Dude, that was you. the weird thing about LA whenever oh. I, they do that. Is that what they do? Dude, they'll be like, what's your Instagram? Yeah, and then, they'll follow you. And then they'll – But I don't fucking know you. And then they'll look at you and they're like, you want to follow me back? <laughs> 
I'm like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I'm like, this is so. <laughs> and they'll probably they'll probably unfollow you after that. One person asked me to hand me their phone, fo- me to hand my phone to them, so, so they, they can follow you, follow themselves, and then follow me back. But what type of people are doing that? Well, in LA, it, they're just Everybody's, they're just a different people out yeah. there. In general, it's all about that. I've ne- I've never experienced that here. Okay, I've never experienced that specific yeah. thing here, but um, I f- I find that it helps me remember people. If well, I, it's if, a, yes, I, it's a I, business card. It's yeah, a business card. Essentially. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. just look at it as a network. I'm just trying to grow the network. But then also, like, there becomes so – it's like what relationships – you don't really know, I guess. But, like, what relationships really matter? Because you have so many people, you get lost in that mix. Like, oh, I did meet that person. Like, you'll see it. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, that's that dude. Mm-hmm. You know? But, like, if your shit is more condensed, it's like – I feel like it's more meaningful and you can, like, pay more attention to it. Yeah, I agree. If you're just, like, networking and meeting – like, I would go to, like – I would go to – um like networking events and I have a bunch of business cards. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't even remember who these people are. Right. You know? But mm-hmm. in the moment you do, but like, yeah. It's funny you do the unfollow, yeah. follow thing. I, I need but to, it's I, not, but I don't you don't, always you do it, it for a different do reason. Sometimes I do it, but. You're doing it for a different reason. You're doing it uh, because you don't get the reciprocation. I'm talking about people that do it to like, get the, f- like, you're feeling like, oh, they didn't follow me back. These people are doing it because they want me to follow them and then get that follower. Does that make sense? Like, they're not, you're doing it because, like, you feel like they didn't follow you. Like, it's more of a relationship with them uh, when, when you unfollow, right? Yeah. Like, I follow you. Yeah. You don't follow me back, then I unfollow you. Because I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't follow me back, right? Yeah. I'm talking about the randos that do it to get my attention. Or oh, yeah. That's so weird. that I get it, and then I and then they want me to follow them back. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Yeah. What the fuck? Cool. It's, it's probably because you have a large number of followers, and they view that as important. And yeah, the that, that is weird. But here, we're just in a weird place in society because I realize how, and from my perspective, I'm like, man, that's why do you care? Yeah. Why, like, does it really matter? Do you really want that connection that bad? Or does that, having that one extra number as a follower, does it really matter that much? No. you know, It, it doesn't. It's it's interesting time, like you said, in our in our world because what's happening is people are putting more, like, um, what effort or uh what's the word not effort like um stake mm-hmm. in online than it is in reality because i've had even like girls i dated like oh you didn't like my picture or you didn't you didn't comment on my picture i'm like i see you every day and i i talk to you like why do i have to do it online because that is becoming more of our like focus right so it, it's becoming a virtual world in an, a real like it's the metaverse, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. It's, it's like it's, yeah. it's showing it's, the transition it's of the how social important. credit. It's yeah, exactly. I met a girl last night and like she saw the follower count and she was like, Oh wow. Like mm-hmm. and uh, it was like a switch. Mm-hmm. It's like, hmm. It's a status thing. It's becoming a status it thing. And I get it. I get it. It's what we do. It's like it's what we do all the time anyway. Like yeah. the status of a car, right? A BMW. Right. right? It's that we're we're always kind of like Yeah. But it when does it become like yeah, I don't know. I view so much through a business perspective. Uh, so I look at it as as just a megaphone. I'm like, man, it's just a pool. Yeah. It's a pool. Like, dang, I just need a – Like social a, media? Yeah, it's yeah. like a pool of people mm-hmm. I'm able to speak to. Yeah, which is – which connect with. You've never ha- we've never been able to do that We've never ever. had to do that. Yeah. So whenever I look at it from – because I'm always thinking in like a business perspective, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, man, well, if I – isn't it better – to, to be able to reach more people yes. from a percentage yes. standpoint. It's like if I want to, to grow to this this place in yeah. life, I need to be able to sell to more people. Mm-hmm. 
I need access to people. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, 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 it's like, it's, these it's are where a, the people are. I'm trying to get to the party. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it is a, it's a gift in a sense in that way. Like I built my whole gym business from that. All yeah. my clients came from Instagram or tags or things like that. So it helped that so way. There's value. There's yeah. There's, I met my ex-girlfriend through Instagram uh, four years ago. Yeah. You know, there are, so there is value in that. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much cause you just think, I mean, we're all, we all have the ability to market. Mm-hmm. Right. So you need numbers for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah, the hard... meta- in the metaverse, dude, that's going to be a whole better be. Dude, I was talking to somebody, and uh, so we were talking about the metaverse. Yeah. And so the whole idea with that is, you know, taking everybody to this virtual place mm-hmm. outside of or away from this physical space, mm-hmm. right? And while you and I and, and our generation yeah. and a lot of other ones, we're not as apt to kind of be there. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, the, I think the acceptance, you know, from – newer generations oh, right? yeah, they'll, they're, they're growing they'll up with on. it yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll go right into that mm-hmm. so you have this whole idea of, of going to that place but then you have Elon Musk over here who's trying to do like Neuralink yeah. and he's trying to tap yeah. into yeah. the brain and he's essentially trying to enhance this space here okay right yeah, yeah. Where, eventually, where essentially we can interact with each other without speaking yeah it's telepathy right Telep- that, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just clear thought right and understanding and you'll be you'll be thinking faster. You, I mean, you'll be you're cyborg, right? You're, but you're you're augmenting reality, right? But in this physical space, so it's like, man, it's like the kind of the two opposites, right? It's like one's going completely virtual and taking you out of the physical yeah. space, and one is still keeping you here, but still integrating you with technology. Dude, I'd even argue there's a third, which is like fuck it all, and that's like don't even like just totally go off the grid. Yeah, off the grid. There's gonna be that too. Here's the thing. So let's say on on either one, but I I think it's specifically with what Elon's doing if if you're if you're upgrading humans yeah there's going to be early adopters and then there's going to be you think but the think there'll be a uh, a segment of just most people are on that well let's just say all the people who do get it yeah that is now a new class of people it's a different person it's a different person yeah. so you think faster yeah there's we don't have there's all this clunkiness yeah. of trying to you know, express ourselves clearly. But that's gotta be so. That's gone. Yeah. So now, okay, you're a business. You only want to do business with those people. Like you, those are the people that you hire. Oh, I see. Those are the people who get. Yeah. So it's you, like a reinforced human. So that's you like, you leave behind the old way and all that clunkiness. Yeah, you're gonna survive, but you're gonna get left behind, maybe economically or socially, possibly. What does that do to that class of person? <laughs> it, it creates a it creates a new divide, right? It's not yeah. it's not any because and here's the thing. It, it well, probably, that happens with, that happens with uh, COVID vaccines too now. Yeah, with it, the with the you know with the yeah, yeah. dude yeah it's, it's, with it's the passport yeah because it's it's eliminating certain people to certain things. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like they don't want to it's yeah it's, it's just it's classic class. I don't yeah. know what the, I don't know what the word is, but it's just um yeah you're ignoring like I know companies I think with Starbucks they took it back, but they weren't going to hire anybody who didn't have the vaccine. It's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. So if you do that, who can – essentially what you're going to probably do is just further – Divide. The, yeah, but with the wealth gap because yeah. the people who can afford it are going to yeah. keep people who are wealthy. Yeah. And then the people who are already way behind and not – Are just going to get further and further behind. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there's a saying, right? The rich get richer, poor get poorer. So Dude. Get more and more and more. It's an interesting concept. Well, think about this too. Like from like a – I think about this with like self-driving cars. Okay. So if you commute a lot – to um, work or whatever? Am I good? Oh, no, you're good. Uh, I thought I, you were I, I was signaling. If, no, I was, mine sounded weird <laughs> okay. to me, so I was like, I think I'm off. <laughs> um, self-driving cars, right? So we spent a lot of time driving, 
right? In mm-hmm. the car, commuting, dro- I drove here, 25 minutes, whatever. You take that time out now because time is like the, the most important thing, right? You can never buy time back. You can make more money. Time is like our currency, right? We trade that, whatever. Um, self-driving cars, you have now two hours open up th- throughout the day. What do you do with that time? Do you use it to become distracted and escape and play fucking, I don't know, Fortnite? Or do you use it to like do an audio book and like, so that's interesting, right? Because it's like a divide. Like what happens then? You know, do people that are already ahead use that time and get better and better and improve themselves? Or do they slowly slide off the fucking, you know, reservation and then, I don't know. You'll see both. I mean, you already see both now, right? Yeah. I mean, people who commute because you already have the option to listen to podcasts. Whenever I used to commute every day, I'd always had a podcast on or yeah. an audio book or something yeah. on the way in the smart. The yeah, it's just it, there'll be more. Point being, there's going to be just more divides. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're living in interesting times, dude. Interesting times, which is kind of why you're back here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What I mean, like moving back to St. Louis? Yeah. Yeah, because of COVID in New York. It was the worst. Yeah. Yeah, last time we talked, I was doing a uh, full tank empty stomach with my business partner. He ended up moving back to Seattle over the summer. I wasn't able to do it 100% on my own. Mm-hmm. So I went back in restaurants, and then I've just been doing that. Yeah, man, you're just on your journey. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the 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 craziness of the world has helped me appreciate the Midwest more than ever. R- because here's the thing, because so I've always said that I was going to. Uh, well, you're not on the extremes. Yeah, and I visited the places. I've, mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've got to travel and see places, right? And figure out where I like. And I've always thought that I was going to uh, like dip out and go to Austin. Okay. Uh, as soon as my kids are a little bit older. So mm-hmm. the, the main reason I'm still here is like my kids are here, so I can't just like, kind of pick up and go. Right. So when the first time I went to Austin, probably four or five years ago, now I'm like I love this place. And now it's just interesting since Rogan has moved there, and it's just it's it's a destination for a lot of people to move. I'm like, damn, dude. It, do you not like that that it's become too popular, or it's just... going to get more expensive mm. a little bit? Yeah, it was already even five years ago. It was kind of like yeah, it was like it, it, it was for me. It's disappointing because I knew I found a hidden gem, and yeah. now I know everybody knows about it. Right. And it's like, damn, now it's popping off. It's just it's just harder to get real estate different shit. Like it's going to be more expensive. Mo- Dude, m- my buddy moved to Nashville. Most pl- even Nashville, mm-hmm. like most places, are in a situation where it becomes just you get priced out. Yeah, you know. So everybody's leaving, right? They're going yeah. to all these different places, and what I'm realizing is that St. Louis is actually a pretty sick little hidden spot yeah it's actually very it's got a good it's yeah it's got a good like cross-section of uh location you can go south west east easily yeah you're not not totally on one side that if you want to go to austin from la it's like a whole thing yeah we can get pretty much anywhere uh cost of living Mm -hmm. is like amazing and i think the opportunities here are yeah that's why i've stayed here for so people ask me all the time like why would you move here from new york i'm like well, it's not it's not too bad. Dude, there's yeah, there's plenty of, of opportunity. Yeah, it's not you're comparing apples to oranges. That could be New York City. But right. at the same time, you can pretty much especially for like somebody who wants to um build something, I think it's a lot easier. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. And here's the thing. I also appreciate we so that you're in the restaurant scene now. Mm-hmm. Dude, we have an unbelievable yeah. fucking yeah, restaurant. We do, scene. yeah. It is it's amazing. Yeah. And it's it's so underrated. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's getting put on list all the time, right? right? We were just right. I think that our city was just on a list pretty recently, like 
one of the best cities in the in the country. We were like top five somewhere for restaurants or yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, be, I mean, yeah, and the, you can afford to go, and Dude. there's enough. Yeah, and they're all pretty. Like St. Louis is small enough that you can go, and you know, you're 20 minutes from every good restaurant. Yeah, yeah, we do. You're always 20 minutes. A lot of good restaurants, yeah. and then I do appreciate just being able to like. We have we have a, a good conservation scene here in Missouri, so mm-hmm. you can like go out, yeah. go hiking, mm-hmm. go do shit. There's yeah. plenty to do, but you can get out. Where are you from? Or is, I forget. I'm from Jeff City. Okay, so yeah, yeah I'm you're from Missouri. here, Missouri. Yeah, you're yeah. Missouri boy. Uh, yeah, dude, I've been here pretty much my whole life, except I lived in San Antonio for a year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How, how old are you again? Thirty. Thirty-four. Yeah, you're my age. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah dude. So had I not had, I, I have intense wanderlust intense dude yeah i could see that so had i not had my kids you would be at yeah whenever i was 20 years old yeah who knows where the fuck i would have been yeah because i'm the type of guy um like you know i've spent so much time fighting and mm-hmm. i don't really need a whole lot i totally could have been that guy just living in a gym just doing that all the time like fighting you're saying or yeah just, training yeah. for fighting whenever i was young and who knows where i would have went like yeah. i would have picked up and moved anywhere and mm-hmm just live on to a pursue, couch to pursue yeah, that to pursue, yeah and just to explore and travel and i have like a sense of adventure like one of my favorite things to do is just explore and get lost mm-hmm. i don't need to know where, I, I like not knowing where i'm at mm. it's like an interesting feeling and you don't think you can do that now with your kids um so i mean changes things yeah i mean as like as i'm going through my 20s yeah i don't think you know when you're responsible for two kids you yeah. didn't really have, i just made some decisions and took on responsibilities that mm-hmm. it just didn't afford me. I just it wouldn't have been like a responsible thing to to like neglect those yeah. and do these other things. Mm-hmm. So I mean, basically, do like I'm just a broke kid with kids That's tough, who dude. had a family. That's really and tough. And so you know, just is handing the responsibilities. So it's not like you can just kind of pick up and go. But as how old are they now? They're 13 and 11. So okay. that's the thing. So yeah, dude, I'm traveling way yeah. more than ever. Yeah, like yeah. I'm able to do things. Like life is is definitely in, in a really good spot. So. It's, you know, it's like you, you go through the hard shit and then, so I'm, I'm getting to that place in life now where I can start pursu- like pursuing all of those things that I want to for me. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a weird place to be. And that's interesting because you're doing it later on exactly. in life. Yeah, when, yeah. Like you're in a different spot. Like you are just in a different headspace. Right? Exactly. Where I, if I go that route and I have kids now or whatever, the next couple of years, that you know 10 12 year block or whatever mm-hmm. will be taken up by that right uh, yeah because yeah. honestly dude the thing that i've learned and i've always kind of known it's in man it's it's not the best when you're in your 20s to have kids i know a lot of people do yeah. it but from a life perspective you're still a very selfish individual mm-hmm. which i was plenty selfish i mean i just i never i i've always just like because I went so hard in pursuing fighting, I sacrificed yeah. a lot to do that, which is pers- it's a selfish. Sport. Like it's about you, yeah, yeah, dude. But on the same note, I still never neglected my responsibility. I still went all on the kids. Like kids really do deserve and need a lot of attention. Like you're molding this human yeah. who's going to be in the world, and the things that you do early on, you'll you'll Have see, a huge impact. and you'll see later on when they get older. Mm-hmm. And I, and, and teenagers are just difficult in themselves. Dude, my son's thirteen. It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah it's it's crazy just to see him kind of become his own person yeah like you're kind of figuring out who you are in the world and where you fit in and like your own sense of like self-identity okay you know so there's this transition so dude so i I feel comfortable knowing that like i i I gave them the attention that Mm -hmm. i needed but now that i'm like 34 i'm like damn dude i'm in a much better perspective and and place in life to where it 
I would have been able to better give to a kid. You're you're at, you're oh, able you're in you're in a yeah. place in life where you're able to better give. Because you're just more mature. You're more mature. You're, it's less about you. Yeah. You're able to kind of explore those things. Yeah, but I don't think there's a right answer there. There's no yeah, right yeah. answer. There's no right answer. There's no right or wrong. This is just some some thoughts that yeah. I've had. I'm like, man, it's it's. If you would have had kids later, what would well, have happened? When you, there, I think there might even be a way to kind of see that. Like, what are the outcomes of of kids with older parents True. versus younger parents? Yeah, I think there's pros and cons. Pros and to cons both, to everything. Both, yeah, for both sure. situations. Yeah, because my mom was 24 when she had me, uh, but this is also a different time. Yeah. Like, you know, our parents had kids much younger than we My mom did. had me a month before she turned 18. Yeah, so, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, but, I mean, I'm sure you see cycles in families, yeah. you know, where people huh. tend to. So, there's just, I think there's a lot there, so. Interesting you continued the cycle. I did. Yeah. I did, That's I did. Yeah, yeah, And there's there's actually some studies to actually kind of show different things on, based off, like, so, well, every people who grow up in, in in environments of scarcity where there's not a lot of resources, okay. and you tend to mature faster, right? Because biologically, survival, survival, yeah. you're not going to live yeah. as long, so right. then you tend to you know develop faster to pass on the genes. So there's these things that that kind of play into into it. So some because I think about that, I was like, damn, well, we were poor, like we're like backwoods, like redneck people, like yeah. tribal people. Really? Yeah. That's how you grew up? Yeah, man. Like, I, cause I, I, I'm, I do a lot of self reflection uh-huh. and, and kind of like, why am I the way that I am? And then mm-hmm. you meet people and you're like, oh, well, people are different, and right. and and the and their relationships with their families are different, and the relationships and it plays with their out friends who are they different. Are as a, it plays out who they are as a person. Yeah, and there's just all these different things that you know, all these uh, these inputs, right? Yeah. So I just I just these analyze, like ingredients. Yeah. So I analyze a lot of different shit like that. So uh, damn, we're going down some tangents, bro. Where was I going with this one? I, I think know. it's the weed. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, uh, you're talking about the development, like how you grew up at a, uh, your mom was young. Yeah. And then I had, oh, yeah, I had kids when I was and young. And you had kids when you oh, were we're, young. Oh, yeah, no, I was, talk- I was just talking about, uh, I was just saying that, uh, yeah, I, I think now, a little bit older, it's just, you're probably just a little bit better at being a parent because you're able to kind of get some shit out of your system and explore some things and develop. And, and what, kinda... do you th- what do you think the benefit of being a young parent then is? If that's like the, oh, I would be a better parent if I was older, what would be the benefit of being a young parent? Um, dude, well, I mean, well, you can probably relate to your kid a little bit more. Um, you're just okay. closer to their age, so you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll be with them longer. It's like you're both growing up at the same time. Yeah, you are. You'll be with them longer. Oh, yeah. You true. know what I mean? Um, because you're, you, you're usually healthier when you're younger, so right. you're able to physically kind of do a little bit Get more around with them. more, yeah, Yeah, with so there's, there can be those advantages as well. Also, if, you know, just depending if you have more kids later in life or not, but if, whenever they're older – now you're still relatively young, right? And you can still you still have a whole lot of life to live. Mm-hmm. Life is is relative, it's short, but it's long too. At the same time, like mm-hmm. I mean, fuck, dude, the fifteen twenty years you're raising a kid really isn't that long. The, yeah, the and grains. I say fifteen because like once they're around fifteen, they like, can kind of do their own, not do dude, their own. Even thing, now, but. my kids kind of do their own thing. Like it doesn't take a lot. Like the beginning is a lot harder. Yeah. It, it takes a lot more attention, and that's why I say if you're older, you're probably better at that. Okay. Because because a, a little kid needs so much attention, so much. W- what's attention. considered little? How, so until I'm four? saying I'm saying no, dude. Up until like ten. Really. Like 
Yeah. And they need a lot of attention even past 10, mm-hmm. just in different ways. I mean, I, because I spend, you see, I mean, time, you can't replace time. Time is so important. Mm-hmm. Just being there and being like oh, an example like, yeah, of presence. Yeah. Presence, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit matters. But whenever like they're up to 10 and, and even a little bit younger than that, they're just sponges. You know, especially yeah. those very early, those toddlers, like up to five and six, yeah. like just all the input, all the input. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's crazy because you don't know what they're picking up, like no. what they're actually going to get affected by. Yeah. Like, so just think certain instances, like I'm, you know, I remember certain things that like were moments in time with my mom or dad that they don't, they don't probably think affected me at the time, at the moment, but it did. Exactly. Right. So just think. So if you're a more developed human. Right. And you're more rational and less, mm-hmm. a little less volatile, and you have a little bit better understanding of who you are and where you fit in the world. And you're just a little more established. You're yeah. gonna probably give better examples. Yeah, but I mean, your mom had you when you're young. You turned out all right. Yeah, we are fucking opposite, bro. Like, I don't know how I'm the way I am. Really? Compared to, to your mom? mom? Oh yeah, we're different. We're different. Right, that's good. Yeah. It's like a, it's not. I'm that's like the wild. exception to that. Your brothers and sisters. But she's taught me some really good shit. Yeah. You have siblings. Yeah. No, my mom was a good mom. We're um. Yeah, I have two little brothers that I grew up with. I say that because I have more siblings from my my biological dad. He was, he was 16 when he had me. Okay. So like wow, it was like it young. was like two months before he turned 17. So they were both young in high school. Wow. And he was never around. He's just a deadbeat. Yeah. But I was raised predominantly by my stepdad okay and uh so yeah man uh so yeah my mom did the best she could and i learned yeah. some good shit and I, I definitely learned some bad shit that i had to unlearn I was, and i was gonna say you probably learned things what not to do for your kids for sure you know? well dude she was she was always a, a very involved like she was a great mom she really was she's a little bit different now she's older actually in a good way or just um i would just it, it's just different yeah uh, good or bad it's just uh, we're, it's, we're her and i are in a weird spot yeah no i i've been there with my family um i don't know yeah aging parents uh life yeah people change as they people you know, yeah people change they go through life you know what yeah. i mean you know especially i also consider the fact that now she's kind of living more her life like all of my brothers and i were all grown uh, now and yeah, it's just yeah. different so you take a lot of different things into consideration like she's just a human mm-hmm. i mean she's entitled to go through chapters and yeah. shit so make mistakes there's all these different things. things right so but i've just yeah man i just think about you know, now that I'm older, I'd for sure, like, I'm a good parent, but I just know, like, when, with, like, younger, younger kids, I'm like, damn, yeah. the shit that I know now, I'm like, fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, you're just better at it. Yeah. So it's just that, and uh, the my original point, we just went down this whole tangent, so my original point was saying all that, where I thought I was for sure gonna, like, leave here and go somewhere, move somewhere else, go right. to Austin or whatnot, but with all the craziness and shit, and I've just learned to appreciate this place, I'm like, fuck, man, this place isn't as bad, man, we'll mm-hmm. probably, that's why I was talking about, like, moving out to Winsville, mm-hmm. where it's a little west, it's, there's not a lot out there, but you get, you can get some property, and right. you gotta get more for your house, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind having a well, wouldn't mind having a little, few chickens, oh, not like, a lot, yeah, yeah. just a few chickens, maybe a garden, Okay. just be a little bit more self-sufficient, just mm-hmm. in case something with the supply chain happens, and I can't go fucking get onions, because they're not at the store, <laughs> type shit like i think it's good to think about that stuff just simple yeah. shit I don't and want, who knows where the world's you know you don't want to you don't want to be uh pessimistic about things but it's like no, reality of like shit's on tilt dude just some self-sufficiency yeah. um i was just thinking about this the other day you ever think about the amount of skills we've lost oh yeah dude yeah i can't change the tire i don't think oh you gotta fix that bro that's not that hard yeah i can do some i've never basic, done it yeah no one does shit with their cars anymore i can do a few basic things but yeah. 
cars are essentially computers now. Yeah. But think about how many people used to build houses. Yeah. Just basic carpentry skills. Yeah. We remodeled this whole place. I learned a fucking ton. Wait, did you do it yourself? I had a lot of help. Okay. We contracted some shit out. I laid all the floors. By yourself? Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. I did all the flooring. I've learned a ton. We had somebody I we had somebody do the baseboards and shit, okay. and I could have done that. Had A lot of it is, do you have the tools? Okay. Tools matter. You yeah, gotta have it looks tools. good. Um, I had a friend who was a carpenter for a number of years. He's He does business shit now, but he helped me hang all the doors. Okay. Um, he helped me hang all, all um, our cabinets and shit. So I learned a little bit how to do that, and it's it's not complicated shit. It's just doing it and learning yeah. how to do it and having the. the you knowledge. probably make some mistakes too initially, right? For sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm redoing um, a camper, which is a pain in the ass. But it's like, I don't know. Talking about family stuff, I didn't grow up with a dad, so I didn't have a dad to teach me how to change a tire or like you know that's like stereotypical like dad and son stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that around. Uh, I had a stepdad who was great, but like we didn't have the best relationship, so there was no like passing on the skills uh of you know life skills anyway uh the camper yeah i've had to hire a guy who i'm learning from who used to be a a shop teacher at a school and i pay him to come and basically teach me he comes for like an hour Mm -hmm. like this is how you do it and then he leaves and i just do it on my own oh nice so i'm trying to learn skills like that because i think it's important just to have like basic skills you don't have to build a house but and also, it's satisfying to mm-hmm. think to look. I'm sure for you to look around and be like, "Hey, I did some of this. Mm-hmm. I learned some of this." You yeah. know, it's not just like you just pay and then forget about it. You know, you're you remember being here on your fucking hands and knees, like mm-hmm. fucking nailing it in. It's a valuable skill mm-hmm. that you can use like all your life. Yeah, houses are. We're always gonna have houses. Yeah. We're always maybe not metaverse. Just <laughs> well, you're gonna have <laughs> no. to be in a house for that shit, though. It's crazy. So just to ha- do so, like now I can go into a, a place and I can look at it and I can see things that I didn't see before. For example, yeah. when you see walls and they're rough like this, like how this has a little texture to it, yeah. that's because they're usually trying to hide something. Ah, uh, is that what happened on this? Yeah, dude. Like, if I probably tried to sand this down, it probably wouldn't be imperfections. You'd see imperfections. Nothing serious, but that's what they do. So, did it, you paint these walls, or was it like this? Yeah, we painted, painted these. It, yeah. yeah, we painted. Did these. you paint it yourself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looks good. That's why it looks like shit. No, <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it was a lot of work, dude. We we completely we completely uh, finished the basement. It was a whole yeah. fucking deal. Dude, the house is it's the biggest one. Learned a lot though. Yeah. Here's the thing. Now I can take this and I, I I'm trying to to the new house. I want to go flip a house. Yeah, dude. You just Jesus. Learned, it's just a skill, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's just a skill, that's bro. A, that's a big job though. But dude, if you can do it in 90 days, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not that hard. It really isn't. It's a lot of work. And I think a lot of the time it's just like not little things. Depends on the, how deep you want to get with it, but you know, just kind of like spruce it up a little bit, update it a little bit. It doesn't take, yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. In, in if you have an eye for it, you can go in and make, I can change these ten things. Yeah, make it a lot better. And I'm so unskilled, dude. There's people who can look at houses and they know immediately whether yeah. or not it's going to be a, mm-hmm. a hit or miss. Well, that I think comes from just experience. The exactly. More, the more you do something, the more you can see the patterns and everything kind of link up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you do it right, I mean, you can make 50, oh, 60 yeah. grand pretty yeah, quick. Yeah. And then you just take yeah. that to the next thing. Yeah, they say most of, uh, what is it, like our world economy is based on real estate. Like most people that are independently wealthy are from real estate. Yeah, real like estate is created 40% more millionaires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah any other industry. Because you're right, we always need a house. Like real estate doesn't go away. Although 
I'm sure you've seen the metaverse real estate, which is crazy. People spending like hundreds of thousands of dollars to own these like virtual land plots. I think this is a bubble. Yeah, it's like uh, the dot com because we're the same age, like the dot com two thousand kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We're in a weird spot. I mean, like look at the doc. There was a bubble, but then there was companies that came out of that that still are around, like right. the Amazons and all that. So I think yeah, with what's going on right now, most of the shit will fall out, but there will be ones that move on to the next level mm-hmm. and become a part of our world. That's a, that's a valid point. You know, I it will. It's not going to go away. Yeah, there are a lot of. It's bubbles. not going to go away. There's dot com bubble. Yeah. Then the housing. The bubble. housing one. It's uh history. Excuse me. History repeats itself. Yeah. Right. It's like. Yeah. We get. It's like the gold rush, right? Everybody rushes. They say that what happened during the gold rush was the people who actually were successful, were the ones that sold the shovels, to people. Yeah. Not the people because there, there was limited supply of gold, but like the supplies of the gold because selling that dream. Mm-hmm. That's what became successful not the actual dream yeah hope you're selling yeah hope. You're selling hope yeah bro how do you sell hope but yeah there was always a bubble right so like that was 2000 bubble and then 2008 was that yeah nfts are the next bubble the nfts that kind of shit um this is the all the crypto altcoins kind of going as you know is crypto a bubble no crypto is not that but is not the other like the shit coins that people do oh yeah try, like you know that yeah. what the fuck you know there's always a thing, dude. There's always a thing. Fuck, dude. I I don't know if I can get into the. I think it's important to um, like pay attention to it. Like you don't want to totally like turn a blind eye to what's going on, but it's I think, you know, meter meter yourself a little bit because uh, you can go down the rabbit hole. But I think it's important to pay attention. Have you done any virtual reality? No, I've never done it. I'm afraid to actually because I know I'd like it probably. <laughs> That's awesome. I hear that. No, it's fine. Yeah. I hear that it's like, oh, shit. Like, it's, yeah, it's, and then here's the thing. Like, there comes a point where, like, if your life is not the best, you can tap in and escape. We do it now, anyway. Escape, we're always escape. Movies, music, you know, you're kind of through this other person's perspective. But if you can put on a headset and escape and you're and it's way better than your reality, why the fuck would you not do it? You know? Yeah, reality is a lot better. Right, but oh. for some people it's not. Yeah. You know? That's the, true. The pain of living in their world. Like, you know, if they're not in a good spot and they can disappear and become a rock star through virtual reality, why the fuck would you not do that? Yeah. You know, rather than work a, a crappy job that you don't like or be in a relationship you don't like, what if you virtual reality into your dream girl? But it's not real. Yeah, but <laughs> but that's, yeah, you're right. It's not real. So it's not going to be as, imp- it's funny, it's not going to be as impactful but I feel like for a lot of people, it would just be just enough. Right. It's not yeah. going to be 100%, but it'll be 60. And that 60, I'll take it. Yeah, because what happens whenever they can make the experience almost indistinguishable from reality? Right. You put on a suit and it applies pressure. Or yeah, feedback. Right? Yeah, yeah, or you have an omnidirectional treadmill. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I see it at the gym, right? You have I see people will um, do the, the cycle and they'll set up the screen to be cycling through places. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'd much rather be in the place yeah. to doing that. Like actually yeah. outside, like yeah. enjoying the real world experience, but people will just tap in yeah. and go through Switzerland. It's so, ex- it's, it's an interesting experience when you put on the headset and you, you kind of feel like you are in the world, in the place. So you're, but at, you, you, you do when you don't, your right? Your eyes trick you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's easy to forget about your the real surroundings. And then when you take off the headset, do you feel like, oh, it's not as cool? Like the world? Nah, it's just different. Okay. Because it's, it's such a, a crisp experience right now. What do you mean? So when you put it on, it looks really cool. It okay. looks, yeah, it's clean looking. Where'd you do it? So the first time I ever did it, of all places, was actually at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> I know. They had a Star Wars game. Okay. And I was just blown away How by it. How long ago was this? A couple months ago. A few oh, months so ago. this is recent. Yeah, okay, recent. Yeah. With, within six months, okay. say, with my kids. So this is new technology. Yeah, yeah. So that was there. And I was like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. But then I did the actual Oculus yeah. headset. And I was like, whoa, bro. Is that better? Is it better? Um, Oculus? Yeah. It was probably pretty similar, but it was just a better experience because I'm not, I'm not like at this fucking yeah. big ass game place. Right. kind of. So you, you fucking, you, I put it on. Where did you do it? Best Buy or somebody had it? No, I was at uh, at Matt Vincent's place. Okay, he has it. Dope gym, yeah. Yeah. So fucking, uh, you put it in, and they had it set to where you're in the like the mountains in these glass domes, and there's this really nice like setting. There's a couch and a fireplace and a bookshelf, and you look out, and then you're just looking at the mountain range, and there's all these other glass domes, and you can see this complete just amazing skyline with just stars everywhere. Does it look real? I mean, not, not, you you know, know. it's virtual, but yeah, it looks pretty good. You're like, fuck dude, am I here? Like it's, it's definitely an an interesting experience. And what do you do? You just hang out in the world. So you can walk around that place, but yeah. And then you can walk up to the screen that's here and you can like touch the screen to choose. Wait, are you actually walking around? Yes. So you draw a parameter in the space and it can be as big or as small as you want it based off the space and you can walk around so I, I could walk up to the window so you're physically walking yes and then once you get to your parameter you kind of see um like that grid wow and like you're like you're you're exiting oh the space. i see yeah, like yeah, it yeah. becomes real again and then you can go back into it and it's like whoa what does he what does he use it for he just has it he just has it i yeah. mean dude it they're making it so affordable and yeah it, it, more people are buying it they're trying to get it in every home I guess if you can't afford to go to the mountains, it may, it's good, right? If you're a poor family growing up and you want to go to Paris or you want to go to Disney World and you can't afford, you can just buy a virtual pack or whatever the fuck experience yeah. of that. But it's not the same. No. But it's just, I feel like it'll be 60%, but, 70%. But what you're missing is the magnitude of the experience. Yeah. Of going to a place, of of feeling the mountain. Mm-hmm. Dude, we went to the Grand Canyon. No uh, fucking picture. <laughs> can do it just. Yeah, no, no, it's not dude. the same. You, you have to see it yeah. and feel how big this thing is and how small you are in relation. Yeah. Yeah, that's everything. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think, and also just the experience of going. Like, that's part of it, the journey of the thing. It's not yeah. just the thing. It's not just the mountains. It's like the stupid plane, you know, that got you there. It's annoying, but it's also part of it. Mm-hmm. It makes you appreciate the thing more. Like, the fucking drive there and, like, God damn it. And then you get there, you're like, wow. Yeah. This you're is like, incredible. Whoa. You know? It's it's a much deeper, meaningful thing. But that's, yeah, I don't know. It'll be It'll be weird. We're so driven by uh, – well, I, I wonder how much how much of what we do is because we want to do it and how much are we do it just because we're just unconsciously just driven by stimulus and biology and just different things. And I say that because 
phones have hijacked our attention so much. Like you just, you just yeah. without even thinking, you'll just mm-hmm. do this thing mm-hmm. and you'll just plug in, mm-hmm. and it's it's hijacking the human reward system. Yeah. And you're just you do this thing, even unconsciously, you do it. So, what's the difference between that and then? Even do you even want to plug in? Is it just a, a no draw to where you have? It's like uh, you don't it's, even have a choice. You're just like fuck. I gotta be at this place. It's um, it's consumerism, right? We, humans will always consume. It's never enough. Yeah. Right. And I think there's some famous quote that like all of man's problems exist because he can't sit in a room by himself. Right. Mm-hmm. We're always constantly escaping or more, more, more. But you you end up running the hamster wheel. And you're right. It, it's never it's never yeah. enough in that sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a tough battle to fight. Because you're right. There's no real reason or need for it, other than having the experience. But then, is it even worth it? Because it's not real. Well, companies have gotten so good at at manipulating our biology against us. Yeah. So well, we're we're just. Um, <coughs> evolved monkeys at the end of the day so we're we're evolved animals at the end of the day yeah, so really. we're easily um not easily but we're manipulative manipulative yeah manipulated yeah we can get manipulated easily yeah. you said it right e- easily yeah yeah i mean because that's what our phone is right you're just constantly dopamine 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 yeah. dopamine it's like fuck i want that dopamine you get that dopamine hit and then yeah there's like people talking about like phone detoxes and all that because it's too much right yeah. it's it's not we weren't Animals, right? As an animalistic level, we weren't um, of conditioned or evolved to, to take on that much. Yeah, you know? we're in a place we're not meant to be. And in it's right happening uh, faster and faster, right? So you don't, yeah. Do you embrace it? Do you go off the grid? Do you manage it? I think you manage it. You got to manage yeah, it. Yeah, I think you manage it. I don't think you completely check out, but I don't think you actually go all the way in. Right. I think, like I said, you, you have to pay attention to what's going on. But like, and then you ask yourself, like, are you. I mean, this is like deep shit now. Um, are you on? Are you trying to? Are you consciously using your phone? Like, there's a purpose, or are you just doing because you're bored? And then why are you bored? Right? There's right. like there's like an element because like it is a tool. It's a good tool, right? It connects people, so it's important. But then, are you just doing it to mindlessly like fill time? Right. You know. Yeah, I'll I'll say I'll be like, man, am I am I using this right, right. now for a purpose? Or are you just doing it because? Yeah, I always say, am I stuck in a loop? Like, are you yeah. stuck in a loop? Just yeah. doom scrolling, just chasing this thing yeah. that you're never gonna reach. And some days I'll do that. I'm like, fuck, I've done this for like three hours. Yeah, yeah. Like, we all we all like, do that to a certain fuck extent. Did I just yeah. Do? Well, I I try to do it. I try to use it as a tool and be conscious of it, and then also think of it like as a muscle, like the attention span things, like a muscle. Mm-hmm. So anytime you're doing the three hour you know, doom scrolling or in the loop, you're weakening that muscle. Yeah. You know, anytime you can resist that, you're strengthening that muscle. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a, it's kind of like a little game because yeah, you can get wrapped up in that. Yeah. I always feel better being checked out of that thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. But there are times when I, I've gotten good information from that and had good connections from that. But if you think back at like, if you like think back at times where majority of the time was spent like, fucking around You're not, that that time will ne- time will never get back mm-hmm. and i think it's much more important to have the time doing things that like you wanted because we don't like it we do the three hour thing and we don't feel good about it so it's much more important better to use your time for things that you look back on like oh, i'm glad i did that mm-hmm. there's never been a time i've scro- scrolled for three hours and been like i'm glad i did that right you gotta right. have a goal yeah like what the fuck so 
is that going to be the same? I wonder if you extrapolate that to the metaverse. Is that going to be the same case? Oh, it's going to be worse. Right? Yeah. You don't even want to plug in. You just you, you need saw, you, you saw, need to plug in. You saw um, Wally. You see Wally? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. Right? Like it's humans going. They were remember they were like on the ship. They like totally went out of the actual earth yeah because the earth got all fucked up right and they were on these like moving with those little like chair things those, yeah like, nobody's walking around nobody's walking around fat. nobody's moving and they just have a screen in front of them mm-hmm. the whole time and every day is the same and there's no anything and like i don't know if you i've watched this movie a few times because it was also 20 years ago or not 20 years ago but like 15 years ago mm-hmm. and it's, it's older yeah, it's an old movie it was we weren't at the time where we're in right now with virtual reality and all that shit but they you, you i guess people can predict What's going to happen? Yeah, we're pretty predictable creatures. And you can't slow it down. You don't go backwards, you know. No, we need it more. It just gets more and more. But it's like a ne- it's like a necessary, I think. I don't know. Like, what, like the thing about like the Elon Musk thing, you, you're mentioning that, like the space thing. Like why? I don't want to go. Do you want to go to space? I don't want to go. Mm-mm. I think the Earth is cool. Yeah, we There's know- plenty of places I want to see that but way before I go to space. What the fuck? Yeah. What's up there? What is up there? Nothing. <laughs> we know more about space than we do the ocean really yes yeah the ocean's cool dude the ocean is why not go down instead of up it's massive dude there's there's all this random shit down there we don't know about dude there's entire mountain ranges down there yeah there's volcanoes one just erupted there's fucking that's cool there's caves and caverns down there yeah the earth is constantly shifting and moving yeah right it's yeah the the space thing doesn't interest me because there are so many places on earth that i want to see before i just go out into a rocket and go to nothing i mean i guess it's it's cool to see like wow like you're above yeah that i appreciate understanding the magnitude yeah, of it all exactly yeah but have you, have you seen ready player one yeah i watched it recently yeah yeah because somebody recommended it um we go ahead what, what about it oh uh, no you you i was just thinking that seems more like the where we're headed yeah, everyone just in pods and shit. But do you and do you remember like that's a tangent. The um, they would like live their lives, but they would be so happy or so eager to check into the the game. Yeah, you know, like they were living in their house, but their house was like the size of a box, and they yeah. were just checked in, checked in, and that was everything. And that was yeah, and that's all that mattered. But yeah, I I, do, I appreciate space because sometimes it, it fucks me up. There's been a couple of times to <laughs> where. I thought about it. I'm like, fuck, dude, I feel really crazy small. Mm-hmm. And it kind of tripped me out for a second. And then I also do think about how the we could really just get slammed by fucking anything at any moment. <laughs> and then it'll all go away. Get, it, none, none of it will fucking The matter. earth will just shake us off like Boom. a flea. We've already had civil, like yeah. at least four probably civilization resets. Really? I don't, I don't know shit about that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, like big-ass resets. and. And it's kind of uh, that was what the ice age was, right? Like, yeah, yeah, ice age was a huge reset. Yeah. yeah, and there's there's a lot of like evidence, like ge- like geological that there were other. Yeah, I want to say uh, what's the word? Geologists. Yeah, geological evidence oh, okay. and shit like that. So it was, dude, way back in the day, Rogan had a guy on, um, Randall Carlson. Okay. And uh, and he also had this guy Graham Hancock, and Graham Hancock is an author, and I have this book really? down here called Supernatural. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. And he's written several books, but he. Uh, He's always um, uh, hypothesized that there's been uh, advanced civilizations like much older than what we yeah. claim of like ten thousand years yeah. or whatever, like way older. Yeah. And uh, and 
and through Randall Carson is like a geologist, okay. I do believe, and th- so through his science, his is actually kind of proving a lot of the theories of Graham Hancock. So it's, it, he, he's had some. He's, so he's had saying there's both. been other civilizations that have been more evo- more advanced than us that have. Well, that there have been advanced civilizations here much longer than current historians and people give credit to like okay. f- like for example there's a, a huge conversation debate around um like uh like the sphinx in, mm-hmm. in egypt okay. and how the base is is way older than the top half of it and how there's actually um evidence of water erosion and in okay. the 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 current narrative that is coming out of um uh fucking uh like all the experts is saying like, no, that's not from water. That's from like sand or some shit. But it's mm-hmm. like, no, like this is clearly water, but it doesn't, it just doesn't match the story that people have been telling so long about the history of this okay. place because they would go against if that would, they would just, it would just change everything. Yeah. But there's evidence to say otherwise. So it's just, it's fascinating once you start getting into it. It's like, man, what we know is common knowledge of like what is advanced and how long we've been here and how long we've been doing things. It's like, man, th- it's just way, way off yeah. oftentimes. Yeah, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about a lot of the time. A lot of hubris of humans. Yeah. You know? Let's just say, for example, look, so think about this. Let's just say there are these resets and let's just say there's this cycle, okay? Because, for example, was it like Mount St. Helens or whatever in the northwest? What's what that? that? What's that? There's a volcano up in, in the northwest in like mm. Yellowstone or some okay. shit. If it goes off, we're all dead. Really? Okay. It's a ca- it's a, and it's and it's it's due to go off in our lifetime type shit. Really? Or within, it usually goes off like every sixty to sixty five thousand years, I think, and yeah. it's been about sixty or sixty five thousand somewhere around in there. Okay. So, yeah, could so go off at any day. If it does, all of us on North America are dead okay. because all the ash and shit is going to block out the sun and all this shit. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bad. So any of that shit could happen at any time. So let's just say there was a a, a catastrophic reset. Okay. And we all went away. Think about how much shit is in the cloud, how much technology mm-hmm. isn't even like in books like it used to it be. It used to be gone. It's all gone. All the it's knowledge all gone. is gone. Yeah. Lost. Pictures, everything, mm-hmm. information, gone, wiped out. Well, I think because yeah, so you're saying that like in other cultures they had, there was markings and things and like that. Yeah. So there was actual physical things right. left behind. Right. Let's just say there was a culture who got advanced enough to where – Maybe they weren't storing things in stone or yeah. in things, and then they got wiped behind. And you would never find. We would evidence. never fucking yeah. know. Never so know. we don't know how advanced these people got. Like what sure. we see is what we see. But if we got wiped out, for example, there'd be so much evidence gone. So nobody would ever know. Yeah. Yeah. Think, but think about that too. Like when you have a like a, a full on, what um whatever wipe of everything, like how much would be gone? Like. Most of it would be gone. So we're only seeing what's survived. Dude, There's nature 98. takes over everything. Right, yeah. So like, think about what we are actually, actually are finding, which is a, a small, small percentage of what actually happened. Because if you have a wipe like that, Dude. Everything, everything is gone except for what we find, which is not much. They are discovering intricate cities and systems deep in the Amazon, just completely engulfed by the Amazon. Isn't that wild to think about? Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. So who knows how advanced people were? <laughs> yeah. Bet you didn't think this conversation was going <laughs> this way today, Ryan. Did you, sir? How long have we been going for? Um, An hour and a half. We're actually oh, shit. Right, right at that time. That's a good way to wrap up. It is a good way to wrap up. This was a fun one. 
Yeah. What's nope. going to be the title? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I didn't have any particular aim. I just wanted to catch up. Yeah, it's good. It's good that you do it, um, you know, like this way. Cause it's, it's fun to catch up with people, but then also you have, like, something to, like, look back on. And yeah. Learn. And I, I try not to, like, only limit my, my, ex- <laughs> like, my interactions. Hey, want to have lunch? Can we bring the camera? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, man, you don't want to hang out with me unless you want a podcast type shit. But it's like, fuck. Yeah, but sometimes the um, – like with with the camera, it, it facilitates a different conversation, you know. Yeah, right? it's different. Yeah, us just going to lunch, it'd be fine. It'd be cool. It'd be just a different conversation. Yeah, we'd be talking about fucking mass exodus or uh, extinctions. No, we probably would not. <laughs> no, we would. We didn't even get into aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Could have got weird, my friend. Cool. Well, dude, thanks again. Is there anything you wanted to direct the people to? Not selling shit. Not selling shit. I guess just follow me on Instagram. Want to hang out? Yeah. Uh, Ryan Paul Hansen, and uh, look out for the show in May. Uh, that's it. Yeah, I don't. I can't wait for that. We'll have a viewing party. I'll, I'll invite you. We'll do something. No, oh, that'd be dope. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be weird to see me, but yeah, that's it. I'm ready. <laughs> cool. Dope. All right, All right bye bro. everybody. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I know I did. Ryan has been on a hell of a journey. Man, if you enjoyed that conversation, do me a solid. Just bring us a friend. Tell one friend. I'll be eternally grateful. So that's all I have for today. Keep being rad humans. We'll be back very soon with another conversation. I'll catch you guys next time. Love ya. Bye. Mwah.